America's game. Now, 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 shop how many is here? Everything done changed. The change. That warp tool made you open your brain. Open your brain. Eric Vanek is here, so remember the name. Remember the name. Hey, hey. He got the waiver wire for the week. Tell you who to start and who to give a seat. Dropping the podcast every week. You know the knowledge is elite. After the show, we gon' hold a Lombardi. Celebrating like we throwing a party. This the blueprint that I know they gon' copy. Stop how my intros always go to hottest. Cause this is America's game. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Waiver Wire podcast here on South Harmon uh, for week 10 coming up here. Uh, just finishing up week 9. Tonight we have the Chargers and the Jets playing tonight. So as a, just a friendly reminder, if there's any major injuries in that game tonight, uh, I did not uh, see it yet. Can't see that far into the future, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully there's no major injuries but it is, um, and I believe that is in New York, and that New York turf has been brutal. So hopefully, nothing too major tonight. Um, but yeah, I am your host, Eric Vanek. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL, at America's Game Pod as well. Follow us there. You get all the updates about um, America's Game every single Thursday when it drops, Thursday morning, Thursday evenings for the YouTube, at South Harmon on Twitter as well, at South Harmon FF. At South Harmon FF on YouTube as well. And remember to join us every Sunday. Start sit decisions, especially when the crunch time is coming up here. The next couple weeks here before playoffs. Myself, Adam, Mike, we had Fizzle join us this week. Uh, so come join us. Um, especially this this Sunday for the early part. Nobody wants to watch Colts and Patriots. That's a terrible game to watch. So um, we'll be there. Um, next up here, I'm going to talk about uh, some injuries. So the first major injury that we had this weekend, uh, Daniel Jones. Unfortunately, uh, his knee kind of buckled, stepping back in the pocket there. ACL uh, tear was confirmed, and he is done for the season. Uh, Giants are going to be in some trouble this year for the rest of the year, that's for sure. Uh, That team's not going to be fun to watch. They're probably the leaders in the clubhouse to get Caleb Williams right now, in my opinion. Um, What am I doing with Daniel Jones? I'd sell him for any second, personally. Any second you can have Daniel Jones, I'd just sell him, personally. He just hasn't been very good. He's never been very good. Like, last year was his career year, in my opinion. I don't think we ever get that kind of a year from him ever again. Um, K.J. Osborne suffered a uh, pretty brutal hit. Like, uh, just take a double sandwich there. And he got a big concussion. I'm guessing Osborne probably misses this week, if not more. So look out for Osborne. Um, I'll get into some guys that could be replacing him here. But yeah, probably no Osborne. Cam Akers, unfortunately, tore his Achilles again. I think it was the other leg this time. Um, yeah, he's his career's over, guys. Especially for fantasy. Like I've cut him everywhere that I had him. I think I only had him in two spots anyways. Um, but you can just put him on the waiver wires. Let somebody else, you know, take care of that for two years before he's like ever, you know, relevant again. If 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 ever, honestly, I don't think he will be. I think this is kind of uh, unfortunately the end of uh, Cam Akers' career. So go ahead, feel free to drop him. If somebody wants to buy him off of you, I I literally take anything, anything they're willing to give you. I would take it. 
David Montgomery. Uh, actually, I'm going to save David Montgomery. Uh, just a couple more of the injury parts. So Christian Watson, he had a couple injuries coming out of that game. Back, chest. They said that it's not like a long-term concerns about him, but Christian Watson could miss this week. Jamar Chase fell really hard on his back. Um, he said it was... Uh, you know, something to kind of monitor. I kind of was hinting towards that. So Jamar Chase, we're just going to have to watch his practice reports this week. Hopefully Jamar Chase is, is okay and it'll, it'll be out there for us. And then the last major injury was Dallas Goddard. Broken forearm. I bet he's going to probably miss a month or more. Um, not very good options to replace him in Philadelphia, unfortunately, which I'll get into here shortly. Uh, but yeah, Dallas Goddard probably out uh, a month or so. Uh, good news, though. I want to go back to David Montgomery and some others. We got some guys coming back here real soon. So David Montgomery, um, coach said it looks like it's pretty good shot that he's going to be back this week, that it's looking good. Love to hear that on David Montgomery. Debo Samuel practiced first week or first day off of the bye here in week uh Week 10 for on Monday he practiced. So, hey, that's awesome news. Debo's back in practice, and Debo should play this week, uh, barring a setback. Uh, we did get breaking news here um, just a few minutes ago. Kyler Murray will be back, barring a setback. Um, and Kyler Murray will be starting this week for the Arizona Cardinals. Thank goodness. Um, being a Cleveland fan and watching uh, Clayton Toon was pretty, pretty awful. That was... Uh, that was like watching some of the old Browns quarterbacks, to be honest, off of that big, long jersey list. Kyron Williams, uh, Sean McVay said that he's expecting Kyron to come back off of the bye here, uh, ready to go. I think it's week 11 that they come back, so he should be good to go. Devin Achain as well. Sounds like everything's you know been good for him he should come back off of the bye next week as well James Connor he should be close here coming off of the bye I don't know if it's going to be this week but maybe the following week and then Khalil Herbert um, has been set to return as well he could be back this week or next week as well so Khalil Herbert should be in there which is just going to make um, the bear situation even more unbearable to be honest uh, bye weeks this week. So Kansas City, the Rams, Philadelphia, and Miami, three of the best offenses in the league, all on bye this week, which is going to suck. So this week was already a super low-scoring week. I don't know about you guys, but I got killed this week in a lot of my weeks or games. A lot of um, the guys that I had were all the low scorers. So uh, I was looking at some of my scores last night and just woof. Uh, so hopefully you guys fared better than I did. I got slaughtered. Looking now at some redraft quarterbacks that I kind of like this week. So first one up, Gardner Minshew versus the Patriots. That's another Germany game. I mean, the Patriots' defense hasn't been very good lately. We just watched Sam Howell throw for 300-plus yards on them again. I think Gardner Minshew could do the same kind of thing. Um, I mean, I know they're trying to run the ball a little bit more with Taylor, getting him going, but I think Minshew can go out there and have a pretty decent week for you. Plus, he can run some touchdowns in if you need him. Uh, another one that I th I think is kind of interesting is Tyson Bagnett versus Carolina. Um, this is going to be an interesting Thursday night game. Bagnett showed some really good ability rushing the ball. He got you. I think he got sixty or seventy yards rushing this week. That's you know that's a full that's a touchdown or whatever in your most of our leagues. Uh, just rushing the ball on top of his. 
two touchdowns he threw. Yes, he threw. He had four turnovers or whatever it was. Yeah, that wasn't great. But hey, Tyson Bagnett this week. I don't mind rolling the dice on him if he's going to run for some yards for me. You know, it's um, against Carolina. You know they're going to want to get DJ Moore a touchdown in that game. So I kind of interested in Bagnett this week. And then the other one that I like is Baker Mayfield versus Tennessee. They're at home. Uh, Baker's been throwing the ball pretty good. He had a really good game this week here against Houston in that shootout game. And the Titans secondary is trash. Um, they're, they're really good at stopping the run, but their secondary is not very good. The Bucks can't run the ball anyways, so they're going to throw, and they're going to throw a lot. So I'm expecting Baker Mayfield to have a nice game this week, so I'm liking him. And then some dynasty options. So obviously the Giants have to turn to Tommy DeVito slash Matt Barkley. I would bet maybe they start DeVito one more week, and then they probably switch it to Matt Barkley once DeVito has another terrible week. He's going against uh, Dallas in Dallas this week. That is going to be ugly. So I wouldn't be shocked if... It might even happen this week where Barkley goes in over DeVito. So watch for that. You kind of have to maybe hedge your bets there on who to pick up, but Barkley might be the guy to pick up. Um, That could be a sneaky one for Superflex Leagues. Aiden O'Connell, if he is out there, he is the starter for the Raiders the rest of the year. He's probably not out there in most Superflex Leagues, but just in case... And then Josh Dobbs, too, if he happens to be out there, somebody dropped him. He's going to be the starter here for Minnesota for the rest of the season. So redraft running backs. I only had one this week, and he might have gotten dropped in a couple leagues. Um, Eric dropped him because he's a moron. But Deontay Foreman remained the leader in the backfield this week. 20 carries for 83 yards. Roshan Johnson only had two carries. So... You know, Roshan had the most snaps last week, so I figured, okay, it's trending towards Roshan taking this backfield and Foreman taking the backseat. Eh-eh, nope, didn't happen this week. So Foreman, leader again in the clubhouse. Khalil Herbert's coming back here too. I think this is only for one more week, but I think in redraft leagues, I think Roshan is, is somebody you can probably drop because I just... I don't, I don't, you're not seeing anything from him. I haven't seen anything from him this year, so I'm kind of uh, out on the Roshan train for the rest of the year uh next one up running backs for dynasty so ty chandler just because cam Akers is dead ty chandler is another guy that could be picked up again and hopefully he can get some run here as a pass catcher and then this one's for redraft and dynasty so keaton mitchell so that you're gonna see all these waiver wire columns this week state talking about keaton mitchell oh he's gonna have um you know, a role, and it sounds like he is going to have a role. It's going to be a three-way committee between Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and Keaton Mitchell. Nine carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown this week. The thing with Keaton Mitchell is he could be nothing. He could just be a guy that, you know, pops in here once in a while, has a couple nice carries, and kind of like a Justice Hill. Or this guy could have super high upside here. I know he's 170 pounds, and I talked about it, that I don't like him very much because of that. This Ravens run game, though, is so good. It is top three in the league and running the ball. If they have an offensive line that could block for this kid, he's got the speed. He has super, super high upside, possible league-winning upside. If, If everything works out and he becomes like the magical starter somehow, which I don't think he will. I think he's going to still have to be, um, you know, sparingly used just because of his size but hey what do i know about devin a chain here he comes in and he's rocking it putting up 50 fantasy points in a game why can't keaton mitchell do it 
So I personally am leaning towards if I need a, a home run, super high upside guy for the rest of my season and he's out there, I'll blow 60, 75% of my fab left to go get him. So that's kind of how I'm viewing Keaton Mitchell right now. And I'm just going to take the home run swing and hope it works. If I miss, I miss. Oh, well, big deal. It's only fab. All right, now on to the wide receivers here for redraft that I have for you. Uh, Demario Douglas is the first guy. He is the new Patriots' number one receiver. Uh, Juju had some plays in there, but he's not playing near the amount of snaps that Demario Douglas is. Uh, Demario had 53 snaps. He ran 38 routes, 7 targets, 5 for 55 on those targets. Yeah, not the greatest numbers in the world, but he is the best receiver that they have right now. So Demario Douglas, definitely worth a pickup in redraft leagues. And another redraft league guy I like is Khalil Shakir. 41 snaps last night, 33 routes, 4 targets, caught all 4 for 57 yards. Khalil Shakir has clearly taken the number 3 role, um, and he's had back-to-back good weeks for Buffalo. Um, Obviously, without Dawson Knox, they've needed another guy to step up, and Khalil Shakir has really stepped up. So I played him in a couple leagues last night. Yeah, he got you whatever it is, 9.7 points in a PPR league. I'll take it. There's some guys let, you know, this week that were even worse than that. So um, I'll take those points from Shakir. I think you guys should as well. Dynasty wide receiver. So I have uh, quite a few here to, to list. So uh, Scott Connors' favorite player. I'm going to shout out him. Kyle Phillips. Four catches for 68 yards on five targets from Will Levis, his best career game by far. Kyle Phillips, I don't love the guy, but hey, if he's going to get you know some work here with Will Levis and Levis can obviously throw the ball, then yeah, sure, I'll take a shot on a, a Kyle Phillips in Dynasty. Uh, probably a best ball only option, though. I'm not putting him in a lineup league. Um, Justin Watson. So, man, this guy keeps creeping around, staying here. And it's Rasheed Rice, it's Justin Watson, it's MVS, and the rest of the receivers are getting like 17 or less snaps. That includes Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. I'm sure Richie James will be back here soon. Uh, but right now, the three main guys are Watson, MVS, and Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice is the best of them. Um, I mean, you still don't want to start Watson and MVS in a lineup league, but... You know, you could do worse than a guy that's getting 38 snaps and 25 routes um, on a Kansas City Chiefs team on your best ball team. So he had five targets. He only caught two for 15, but like those targets were one of the tops on the team, the routes, the snaps. So you got to, you know, consider him if he's out there in a best ball league. Cedric Wilson Jr. from Miami. So obviously they're on bye this week, so you might be able to get him cheap. Uh, but he took over Braxton Berrios' third receiver role, and he's been having a really good um, season You know, the last couple weeks here. Uh, Jalen Waddle did get hurt and left a couple times during the game. Cedric Wilson stepped up. He had 41 snaps. He ran 29 routes. Five targets. He had the one catch for 31 yards and the touchdown. But he got five targets. Yeah, he didn't catch them all, but... Man, Cedric Wilson is getting the snaps and routes now. That's definitely a guy in my leagues I will go ahead and pick up, especially with Waddle. Seems like he's always getting banged up. You know, Tyreek's been banged up a couple times, but he hasn't, you know, missed any time. Um, but we've seen him, you know, happens a couple times uh, here and there to Tyreek Hill. Next guy up here is Tristan Jackson for the Minnesota Vikings. 
So obviously with KJ Osborne leaving the game, he got hurt. Uh, Tristan Jackson had to come in and step up and play one of the outside receiver roles here. And he did very well. 53 snaps, 34 routes. Um, in that department, he did well. And then he had three targets. Only caught one for two. But he was second most snaps on the team from receivers, even over Brandon Powell. Um, he was just behind Jordan Addison. But, man, if K.J. Osborne misses some time, Tristan Jackson could be somebody. But then... Jalen Naylor got activated off IR. He did not play this week, but um, Jalen Naylor, he was a big, big time weapon during training camp, OTAs, uh, preseason a little bit. Like he was getting a lot of buzz and a lot of talk during um, camp this year. So Jalen Naylor is a guy I might sneak, sneak onto some of my teams this week before he maybe starts getting in there and starts having some success. Um, he is better than Cedric Je or uh, Tristan Jackson. He's better than Nikhil Harry. If K.J. Osborne misses some time, you know, Brandon Powell, I could see Jalen Naylor coming in there and having some good weeks. So Jalen Naylor, somebody I will sneakily add to some of my teams. Cedric Tillman, 54 snaps and 25 routes uh, he basically had the Donovan Peoples-Jones treatment. One target, one catch for three yards. So, hey, we trade DPJ, and then we're going to put Tillman in there, and you're going to run the same routes and the same snaps and all that, and we're only going to get you one target. So if Cedric Tillman happens to be out there, it looks like he is the Browns' new number two outside wide receiver. Um, hopefully he gets some more work here, though, actually catching the ball, which I think he will. This one's kind of redraft slash dynasty, but that's Noah Brown. He might be out there in some leagues. 52 snaps, 35 routes, 7 targets, 6 for 153, and 1 touchdown this week. So huge week for Noah Brown. Um, I actually had him in a couple lineups this week, so that was a nice payoff. But yeah, Noah Brown, man. Um, the only thing is we haven't seen all four of the receivers healthy and playing. So that's Brown, Tank Dell, um, Robert Woods and Nico Collins. So we haven't seen all four of those guys out there yet. And some people are thinking about, well, Noah Brown would go out when Robert Woods comes back, which is very possible. It could happen. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, Robert Woods is old. Noah Brown has been really, really good for them this year when he has played. So I'll take a shot on some, on some Noah Browns if I need a spot. Jamison Crowder, 38 snaps, 24 routes, 6 targets, 4 for 23. Obviously, last week was a lot better, but hey, he's getting some targets. He's running a lot of routes and snaps and all that right now for Washington. And if Curtis Samuel in this injury keeps him out for longer than we expect, then Jamison Crowder could definitely be a guy who steps up. But I only like Crowder if Samuel is not playing. Jalen Rager, he is the second most snaps on the Patriots at wide receiver. 49 snaps, 31 routes, 6 targets, only caught 1 for 11. But hey, you got to maybe take a shot on Rager. They literally have nobody else. They kind of just sat Tyquan Thornton after he, I think he fumbled or, or missed a ball, whatever it was. Um, he just sat the rest of the game. So... You know, Jalen Rager's got a shot here. It's literally Demario Douglas, Jalen Rager, and Juju right now. They don't really have anybody else. Um, A.T. Perry. So, 
This is a super deep league kind of stash. He's been inactive literally all season long, but he finally got out there this week. 16 snaps, 8 routes. He did not have a target or anything, but I really liked what I saw from A.T. Perry during the preseason. If there's some injuries here to the Saints, um, and A.T. Perry finally got out there to play, I'm kind of curious to see how he might fit in with some snaps here and some targets. So A.T. Perry, real deep league stash that I'm kind of looking at. Last one is Julio Jones. If he he could be out there in some leagues, I have seen uh, even this week, even after he's played two or three games, that Julio Jones is still out there, and I think he's going to get some more targets with this Dallas Goddard injury. In my opinion, they're not going to throw to Jack Stoll and any of these other tight ends I'm going to mention here in a few minutes. They're not going to throw to those guys. It's going to be to Zacchaeus or Julio Jones, and I think it's going to be Julio Jones. So Julio Jones moves up to third in the pecking order, along with the running backs. Yes, Gainwell and Swift are going to get some catches too uh, to soak up some of those Goddard targets. But Julio Jones is going to get a few targets here too. Now tight ends for redraft. So I only have one for you this week. And that is Cade Otten. So this week he had a big game, 6 for 70 and 2 touchdowns. So why do I like Cade Otten, especially if you're starting some of these guys that just aren't doing dick for you right now? Uh, Otten has a top 5 schedule for fantasy tight ends over the rest of the fantasy regular season. So he might only need to see you know, a slightly higher target share than usual to be a fantasy starter you know, coming up here. So... Kate Otten, definitely a guy I would target here uh, for your teams if you need some tight end help. Then finally here, some tight ends for Dynasty to look out for. So this week, man, the Panthers, what are they doing? Uh, So now they're using three tight ends. Tommy Tremble, Hayden Hurst. Uh, Hayden Hurst had a good game. Tommy Tremble had the most snaps and routes and all that. So he's quote-unquote the starter. And then Steven Sullivan showed up. So Steven Sullivan's like big guy. He's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I believe he was on the Joe Burrow LSU Tigers teams. Um, he was behind Thaddeus Moss. He's a, just a big weapon type guy. Hadn't really played you know, tight end too much before. I think he was a receiver that converted to tight end. And he's never really popped up in the NFL at all. He was with Seattle at one point. Uh, then Carolina, he's been there for like two or three years. But he finally played. And they decided to give him 14 snaps. And he ran 13 routes on all those snaps. He got five targets, four catches for 28 yards. Absolutely crazy that, you know, they gave him this shot. I don't I don't know why. Maybe he did something good in practice. I don't know. Just interesting, but in super deep tight end leagues, it's you know, that's four you know, four catches for twenty eight yards. If you have a tight end premium there, that guy scored you some points this week. So somebody to maybe stash away and look at. Uh Lawrence Cager. So Cager is another guy, super athletic guy. He's with the Jets. Uh, then he ended up with the Giants last year. He's a very athletic player, former wide receiver. I just don't know on this Giants team that I want anybody, but I'm just going to mention him anyways. He played 27 snaps, 9 routes ran, didn't catch anything, didn't have any targets, nothing like that. But he is a very athletic player, but it's the Giants. And this, we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. He's the backup quarterback now with Darren Waller on IR for a month. I just don't know. Um, 
I I wouldn't pick him up personally, but I just wanted to mention him in this uh, section because he did get some snaps and routes, and uh, looks like he's the Giants' backup tight end. What are the Philadelphia Eagles going to do with Dallas Goddard out? And it is going to be tight end by committee. It's going to be ugly. I don't think any of these guys really ever produce for you in fantasy. So there's three different guys. There's Jack Stoll, who is basically just a blocker. Yes, he can catch a, a pass here and there, but not somebody I'm rostering in fantasy. And he still he might honestly be the tight end who gets the most snaps weekly for them. But he's just not going to catch the ball very much. He'll have a couple games where he has like 3 for 35 or something. That's about it. Grant Calcaterra and Albert O. Uh, Calcaterra missed this week with a concussion, so he did not play. But Albert O was finally active, I think, for the first time this year. And he played a couple snaps. Nothing too special. Um, but we've seen what Albert O's athleticism and Grant Catella, Grant Calcaterra is very athletic as well. Both have very high RAS scores. I'm interested in these guys. I just don't know which one it's going to be yet. Calcaterra has been there longer. Albert O only came over after final cutdowns. So he's been there all year just on the practice squad. I did I don't know who the guy is going to be. If I had to pick one bullet to my, or gun to my head right now, I'd pick up Calcaterra. But am I spending a boatload of money on him? Am I going to start him every week? No, he's these guys are best ball guys. These are not lineup guys at all. Uh, but I just want to mention that Calcaterra, I think, would be the guy I prefer. Last one, Tanner Hudson. So I was talking with Scott. And he told me about, you know, Zach Taylor had been hyping up Tanner Hudson during the week. Um, and I've seen Tanner Hudson play before. You know, me and Scott have both. We have both have liked him. He's bounced around from like four or five different teams. But the guy is super athletic, really good pass catcher. He kind of reminds me of like a Dalton Schultz type, but he just hasn't been able to stick around yet, which is unfortunate. But he had 16 snaps. 13 routes, 5 targets, 4 for 45. The Bengals used 3 tight ends this week. So Sample, Irv Smith, and Hudson. Hudson was 3rd in snaps, but he was the most productive. Uh, Irv Smith had a touchdown, yeah, but that's 1 in a million because Irv Smith has been pretty awful this year and the last couple years. I think it's going to end up being Tanner Hudson is going to be the guy down the stretch here that really takes over for this Bengals offense at the tight end spot. That is a guy I will go out and get in my deeper leagues this week and spend a, a decent money if I can get him, especially where a league where tight end matters. I'll go pick up Tanner Hudson this week because I believe in him. I've always believed in his talent. Um, very, very good pass catcher. I think if he gets starts getting more snaps, obviously he's getting the routes when he's out there. He's getting targeted when he's out there. Man, Tanner Hudson could be a, a nice little guy you can find here in your best ball team. So Tanner Hudson, remember that name for your big leagues this week. Uh, and then finally, Eric's what the fuck are we doing here, man, segment. Didn't have too many of this week that I wanted to talk about. Obviously, that bear situation was, was a little shady. Like, Roshan is, like, dead. Like, they don't even use him now. Like, I don't know what to believe there. Was he ever good? I don't know. Cleo Herbert will be back. Deontay Foreman's still going to be there. Whatever. The Patriots wide receiver situation is the other one. Like like I said, Demario Douglas. Devontae Parker missed this week. He should be back. He should get a bunch of targets and snaps when he does get back. Juju was in there. And Jalen Rager was in there. 
So they have all these injuries. Like Parker missed this week. Obviously, Kendrick Bourne's out for the year. Tyquan Thornton they barely used. And Kayshawn Booty can't even, can't even get active. What are we doing here with Kayshawn? Like, I think I think this is more of not a, a team, what the hell are we doing here? It's more of a Kayshawn Butte. Like, if you can't produce uh, right now when all these injuries and the team's wide receiver sucks, then why do we even have this guy on the team? I personally don't have any Kayshawn Butte across my, like, 50 teams that I have. And I don't think any of you guys should either. Just cut him. He's not going to be any good ever. Like, it's it's clear as day to me. So he and uh, Cam Makers can join the uh, dead list for me. Those guys I will never have on my teams ever. So just wanted to point that out for you. All right, that is it for this week, guys. Uh, week 10, big week here coming up. We're getting close to that Thanksgiving game. That's When we get to that Thanksgiving game, that's when I'm like, oh, man, playoffs are here. They're here right now. Um, but yeah, these next couple weeks here before Thanksgiving are big, like to make some moves, to move up, um, the standings in your leagues, to get that first playoff seed or the second playoff seed, get that first round by, like these are the weeks you got to crunch it up, you know, and really dig down deep and, and make the right calls, make the right trades, make the right moves and start your right guys. And you can win some fantasy championships this, you know, coming up just from these couple weeks here, man. Just set yourself up with those first round buys, and and you know you got a shot. That's all you ask for. You got a shot when you get that first round buy. It's you and four other teams or three other teams after that. Yourself and three others. You know you can definitely go and win that. I'll take my twenty five percent chance that I can win a league right there. So this is where I want to crunch up. Um, we'll talk about this some on America's game this week as well. You know, it's it, it's go time now. Like it's right now, week ten. You know, we only have a couple more weeks until playoffs start. Week fourteen playoffs start for most leagues. So it's it's do or die right now. So we got to make the right moves. Um, hopefully these dynasty uh, waiver shows are helping you guys out. Start sit show on Sundays. Hopefully that's helping you guys out. You know America's game, 4D chess, the the uh, trade show, all the good stuff that we're doing over at South Harmon. The warp tool, man, that warp tool is so helpful. Hopefully you guys are taking advantage of that on the website southharmonff.com. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Check out Koopa's warp tool every single week, especially for making trades, even for starting. Um, you know, doing your lineups, just kind of looking at, man, who's getting the most warp per game right now. And you can sign a C, you know, decide between two players that way. Like you can even do it over a four week sample size, like the last four weeks, like uh, myself and Mike did a couple episodes ago with some of those guys. We were looking at just a four week sample and you can really see who are the guys that are performing right now that I need to get in my lineup. So definitely check that out, guys. Really, really recommend it if you can. Uh, afford to buy it it's like six six ninety a month i think it was what it was um or six bucks a month whatever it was just for one month try it out see if you like it especially for right now it is crunch time trades all that good stuff so make sure you guys check that out and until next week and on america's game i will see you guys later at eric vanek nfl at america's game pod on twitter you can follow me there we'll see you guys next week